Good evening, Kabasi families, and welcome to another Kabasi Evening Fireside Podcast. Normally, I would say that the (laughs) the Warriors and the Rovers are in their bunks. But actually, tonight, that's not true, because it is time for Hatchet Hunt. But the sun has gone down over the bunks, and it is time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning, before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each morning breakfast table and each counselor and each boy pours over those blue sheets to see what ha- what will happen today and this is your blue sheet report 30 seconds <laughs> about 30 what seconds. <laughs> about what did happen today of course there's no blue sheet during travel games this was day three and we uh sarah and i are out on my porch doing the entire presentation this evening during the hatchet hunt which is very exciting this is like as close to live Six, television as you nine. get This is the end of the first round, and it's very loud, right by my head, and the end is... If you didn't make it back by the time zero happened, then your team has a few less runners, and that is a penalty, so that's what the, the chanting is all about. That's one of the beloved counselors' pain on the mic, and... I'll explain what the hatchet hunt is in a second, but it'll all make sense soon. Just uh, just bear with us as you hear the sound of excited running and counting down happening as we go through our podcast from the hatchet hunt today on day three of Tribal Games 41. Blue Sheet Report today. Today, Reveille started at 8 o'clock, a little bit later today, getting some rest after two big days of Tribal Games. And at 8.15, there was a Bob. We have Bobs and Moms. Bobs are brains over brawn, and moms are minds over matter. Brains over brawn today was dad jokes in the Grove. And then we had the Chiefs Challenge. (laughs) And then a silent breakfast at 8.30, inspection at 9.45. And then at 10 o'clock, we had the seventh tournament round. Bears versus Eagles, Owls versus Stags. The Rovers had combined baseball throw. The preps had tugs of war, the middies had volleyball, the minters had soccer, the satyrs had climbing, archery, and darts. And then the eighth round started right after that. Rovers had dodgeball, preps had awesome ball, and so did the middies. And the minters had cross country, and the satyrs had gaga. That's right, it's normally a game that we reserve for the little guys. We decided after the sachem rose up in mutiny, they wanted gaga and they got it. So they had Gaga, which is an Israeli game. I have no idea if this is true, but the apocryphal story is that Gaga means hit, hit in Hebrew. I'm sure we could have just looked that up, but that is the the story I was told by my Israeli friend about how Gaga got its name. Well, it's an awesome dodgeball game that happens in a pit here that has lighting and everything and bleachers, and it's very intense. Gaga, amongst the little guys, is some of the best sporting viewing you can get here at Kabasi. But we made the Satyrs do it today, and it was truly outrageous they were dodging and zipping and managed to not get injured which i was excited about and at 12:30, we had a silent lunch at one o'clock we had another brains over brawn capital cities then rest hour and then team time and then the ninth tournament round which was bears versus eagles and owls versus stags the rovers had basketball the preps had awesome ball combined with the middies and the Minters played Gaga also, and the Satyrs played football, which was pretty great. Watching our Satyrs play flag football is 
about as engrossing as watching college football, I think. And I'm a big college football fan. And it's pretty pretty awesome. The athleticism is very high. There's actual plays. Uh, defense plays a big role. I'm a big fan of football defense. And it's, uh, it's just engrossing. And that was awesome today. There was definitely a really good game um, at football. And then impromptu skits at the flagpole. The way impromptu skits work is that the, the four teams get a prompt. In this case, that, um, that everybody had to move camp to Alaska, and there was a bunch of things that would happen there. Uh, and everybody had to say there's a certain series of phrases that you had to use. And, and the way it works is each judge, there's 10 judges, each judge can assign two points to a team. They just choose the team that should get their two points. And it's a nice way of breaking it up. Today... Well, today there was no breaking it up. The Stags, the, the, the team in fourth place, got every single one of those 20 points, 10 times 2. Everybody unanimously agreed that the Stags were the team that won. And they just got a bunch of points, which brought them back into contention. And then at 6.15, there was a Hudat corporate logos, 6.45. The 10th round today uh, was Bears versus Eagles, Owls versus Stags to start with. And the Rovers played tennis. The Preps had a cross-country meet, which was the small loop. Um, and the Middies played basketball on Griff's Court. The Minters played dodgeball and hockey. And the Satyrs played soccer at the upper fields. And that is everything that takes us right up to the hatchet hunt. And I'm going to get to that after the break, because you got to hear that in the This Is What I Saw Today. 30 lights should make it easy unless it's very wet and breezy. If Josh decides to hit the switch, better hope you're on the right pitch. You have 90 seconds to get your surgery. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have lights no, in the no, they, they said they said camp pitch like it could be music pitch, you know what I mean? And we do our singing. Yeah, it is a magnificent and busy thing to run Camp Cobbesy, and each day I make it out of the office into the breeze and sunlight of Cobbesy itself and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an intercamp, and sometimes it's just marvelous one-on-one time with a single boy, and those times are often my favorite times. This is what I saw today. Hatchet hunt is a tradition at Camp Cobbesy that goes all the way back to when Griff worked for Camp Tomahawk. Griff is our elder statesman at Cobbesy, and he has had every single position at camp, except for perhaps camp director, and he was uh, a longtime pillar of the Tomahawk community years ago and got in a disagreement with the then director of Tomahawk, Red Bogart, and was dismissed from the ranks. And so for a summer, he worked at Camp Lennox in Lennox, Massachusetts. And there they had this tradition called the hatchet hunt. And it's basically a gigantor scavenger hunt for one tiny wooden hatchet. And it's hidden somewhere, at, you know, on camp. And there's each team, in this case, 
a set of four teams has everyone pouring over maps and the clues that get read and all the other arcane tiny smidgens of information you could possibly get to figure out where in these 110 acres that hatchet is hiding. There are 10 rounds. At the beginning of this podcast, you heard the beginning of the first round. We're actually going to hear the beginning of the second round here in a few seconds. And I'm going to hang the recorder over the edge so you can hear the excited running of the boys as they go by. What you couldn't see, possibly, because this is not a video, is for those of us who were born in the 70s, which I think is most of our parents, uh, you see a scene very much like the various scenes in E.T. when the kids are riding their bikes around or running through the darkness. And there's a whole bunch of boys streaming out around Camp Cobbacy, waves and waves of them, each with their flashlights, running through the night, through a landscape that they know very well because they spent so much time here already. And they are they're talking happily and fast to each other, maybe not happily, but intensely to each other about where they think this is going to be and what the, the chief or the captain or one of the big counselors told them they had to go check. So they're definitely on a mission and they're sprinting all the way out into the night three minutes. and they have, three as you just heard, remaining. three minutes to get back. If they are not back in time. They are penalized, a runner in the next wave, and the other teams, therefore, by default, have an advantage. So there is a definite sense of excitement and urgency. Just imagine the best backyard game you played when you were little, when maybe in the summer all the adults were up on the porch or wherever having uh, a party or something, and you got to just have fun with your friends in the backyard. It's like that. Except if adults planned it and had a microphone and 110 acres of summer camp and there were cool counselors to put, you know, goals on maps. That's what the hatchet hunt is like. And the the clues of the first three or four or five rounds are truly ridiculous. There's no way anyone could possibly find the hatchet, except that every so often, somebody does. And Runners, you have two minutes. <laughs> two minutes. Obviously, the other funny thing about the hatchet hunt is the only time in Cabasi's summer where we play any music or use any microphone late at night. So all over the lake tonight, you can hear that Cabasi boys have two minutes remaining, literally for miles. That's just part of being near a summer camp, I guess. So what will happen eventually is that a boy will find the hatchet and he has to get back to home base in the time he has remaining. So if he runs all the way down to the waterfront, he has to run all the way back up. And if he brings the hatchet in late, he ends the game for everyone. And so he has to re-hide the hatchet and go from there. It is nerve-wracking and exhilarating to find the hatchet. Of course, you live in legend when you find it. There's only one boy that finds it every year. Now that I'm saying it out loud, it's very Harry Potter-like if you find the snitch. One minute! <laughs> one, one minute! There's clearly one minute remaining, and there'll be a countdown. What you'll hear, uh, what you have heard in the break, is Griff reading one of the clues. You can hear how Byzantine the clues are in the f- opening rounds. I have no idea what this round was, because we're here doing the podcast, but 
I'm sure it was not an easy clue. And I'm going to let you listen to the hatchet. 30 seconds. <laughs> running 30 back. 30 seconds. You couldn't see it, but there was three or four kids who barely made it in that time. That was a close one. And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them, nodding off to sleep, surrounded by their friends, visions and memories of a huge day three of tribal games, spinning in their heads, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart. Yeah.